Lime, duh. One, two, is this on? <laughs> Yo, Jimmy, hit me with that triple H. <laughs> yeah, you let the music keep playing, Mr. Thunder. Yo, tell me who's time it is now. Ah, hello everyone. Welcome to another, um, I guess, I don't know, even know what you call these, an emergency episode of the Comedians Wrestling Podcast called on uh, via Cow Champions Privilege by the current heavyweight Cow Champion, um, Jason Shibiro. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we're invoking the 25th Amendment of Cow. Uh, This is where... As the champion, you yeah. have the right to get on the pod whenever, again, it's in times of emergency. When, a, when an episode needs to go down or if the champion has something very important to talk about, that's the 25th Amendment of Cal. I could get right, right in there. Right. And, and that's actually something that you, you know, rightfully right. so, embrace, right? I mean, that's, you want this pod to be as good as possible. Well, I and mean, part of that is, is having the champion on whenever he deems fit. Yeah, I'll, I'll say this. It, this is, listen, bro. I texted you. Uh, I know. Uh, I, yeah. See, the thing is, this I have the right, clip we, you've we, demanded to be played on the probably, pod today. I mean, I think honestly, as the first kickoff of the episode, just to give people a taste of of just how funny and great and amazing, because you and me are best friends. So when we get together, we make great. We content. were best friends. We used we to be are, best friends. We are and forever will be best friends, hetero okay. life mates, and. We just speak the same language. We're on the same wavelength. We're, okay. That's what a best bud's all about. Thirty years deep, and the first you can't thing say if I'm saying we're not best friends. That's a mutual thing. You can't go, oh, we're we're best we're best friends. It's not a that's not a one sided thing. Here's what I hear when you say, "Hey, we're not best friends anymore." I hear an angry, hurt guy, but I don't not feel the love. In fact, what I kind of hear it as is. I wish I could quit you. You're giving me the, okay. the Jack twist. You can't get rid of me, bro. I'm in you. I wish I had that song, to be honest. The <laughs> Brokeback Mountain. Wings? You're talking about Brokeback Mountain. I'm talking that... about bro. I'm talking Brokeback. Let's go. Brokeback so, Mountain. Oh, yeah. Okay. So as <laughs> one thing, we want to kick off the episode. We need the, you see the thing is this, sound drop from Dirty Work. Let's hear it. Well, I have the full scene. Uh, Love it. This is we talked about this so much on the podcast that we have to play. This is one of Farley's greatest performances, um, and it has the the line which will become its own sub- separate drop on this show. Uh, and the, it's one of his see, last, the thing is this, and it's one of his last performances too. Things are going to get better. You just hang in there, Mitch. Thanks for listening, Jim. Say, listen, pal. You ever need anything? I mean, anything at all. You come to me. Can I stay at your place tonight? Well, see, the thing is this. I uh, I live over at the Y, as you know. Um, I got a roommate, old Jack, who is a little particular when it comes to strangers. Oh, yeah. Well, no problem. Thanks. He just got his knee drained last week. Uh, that's all right. I'll find another place. Well, he needed it, too. That thing was getting a little bit right. 
<laughs> I get the picture. Maybe I'll just sleep in my car. <laughs> Old Jackson, odd duck, I tell you. Um, many times I catch him staring at me sleeping, which is off-putting. Yeah, I guess it would be, yeah. His feet bleed. I don't want to stay at your place! Point taken. Point taken, Mitch. <laughs> Some other time, maybe, we could, uh... No! Go camping. What? You know, just... Just you and me. Okay, let's go. Mitch and Lonely. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's them breaking, because he was uh, ad-libbing at the end there, and uh, uh, it was cool. Mitch, you know, he came out to him, and you heard Farley just do a genuine, not-in-character laugh. What an amazing talent. But anyway, this is the Comedians Wrestling Podcast. We're uh, calling an emergency episode. Shebs, you, uh, yeah. So let's just talk about the cow title for a second, okay? Just if you guys don't know what we're talking about here, okay? Shebs is the Comedians Wrestling Champion. My best friend since we're five years old. You know this. He came and attacked me while I had COVID-19 at my house. We were supposed to, uh, 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 we were supposed to just see each other social distance very far apart. He came, cashed in. Cow Money in the Bank briefcase, which he stole from the supermarket. Nick Tulos, the host of the Comedians Wrestling Patreon, uh, he goes to the Patreon bonus episodes with me. You uh, knocked him out, guy we went to high school with since we're kids. You stole it from him, beat him up, started taking pictures with his dog, stuff like that. I mean, a lot of uh, a lot of odd behavior on your part. Then you flew to Oha- uh, Hawaii and you claim that there's an open challenge for the title. If anyone wants to challenge you, except for the fact that you have to come to Hawaii, which is the strictest state in the union to get into because of COVID. Um, yeah, and we have you, the least. We have the least per capita COVID infections in the entire. United are you saying state. we now? Now you're like a native. Mahalo, bro. Absolutely, oh, okay. I live here. This is where my residence is. I'm on a lease. Yeah. So a- anyway, and so you've said there's no challenge, but you also, and then when you get there, you also have to register the match with the Hawaii, the Hawaii uh, 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 athletic commissioner, who's also a personal friend of yours as well. You said. Yeah. I mean, you know me, Dan. I'm a social guy, right? So I hit the ground running here. As soon as I go any place, you know, I'm making friends quick, and I like to make. I like my friends at the top of the pops. You know, I like I like high powered individuals. Right. Game respects game. But look, when you when you lay it out like that and you explain everything I did to get where I am from driving to Tulo's house in the middle of a blizzard to flying in the middle of a pandemic into the hotbed of coronavirus LA, you you say it and it, you're trying to make it sound like I'm some sort of bad guy. What I hear is like, "Whoa, this was a brilliant, complicated plan hatched and executed to perfection." by a mastermind resulting in quite honestly one of the most well-deserved earned title runs in all of professional wrestling not certainly in the cow title i'm only the fourth champ and i'm going to be the last champ but i mean i hear a brilliant scheme i hear a heist of the century i hear the waikiki sneaky and i'm proud of myself and i'm restoring this title of greatness i'm helping your podcast out by finally giving these people some bookings they could get behind i'm restoring the title to greatness and yeah there's it on top of all that, as if that wasn't enough. I'm a fighting champion. I got an open challenge. I want the first defense to be against you. I want you out here, man. Come on out. Yeah, you also said that if we were to fight, it would be at Eva Beach. You've already shown that you have a crew of protectors called the Eva Beach Bad Boys. Look, uh, I don't. They're not a crew of protectors. I told you when I when I you know this from going when I go to a new place. Yeah. I make friends quick. Like, people, they just get behind the champ. I have one of those magnetic personalities. You know, you all ever since high school, what do we call them? We call them Chevys, or I get fanatics, right? I just get, 
right? Am I yeah. making this up? Or there's something called a Chevy and that's a follower, a disciple, someone who's just a huge fan of mine, right? That happens everywhere we go. Yeah. Sure. Correct. Yeah. So look, they're not protectors. They're just a group of friends, fast friends. I made close friends, fast friends. Sal Eliazzo, longtime listener of the pod, friend of the, friend of the pod, yeah. great guy. Good buddy of mine. I came out here. He was hanging out in Eva Beach with his, with his friends, basically. A bunch of cool, cool guys. Um, and I just, I hung out one night, you know, we just drank, we, we listened to music, we chilled, we were on the beach, we were vibing. It was just a great time, great barbecue. And I happened to let them know, look, by the way, guys, I'm the champ. I got the belt. And they're like, yo, you're the fucking man. Of course you should be the champ. And let me tell you something. We're going to make sure you stay the champ. And I said, look, guys, not necessary. You know, I can handle myself. Like, no, no, no. Look, as long as you're here, you're Ohana. As long as you're here in Eva Beach, as long as you're here in Oahu, Honestly, this network goes deep. As long as you're here in Hawaii, yeah, any it island, sounds like you're assembling you. like almost a, a, a militia. But I also want to say, you're texting me. You keep texting me like we're still bros, and then I'm ignoring you. And then you keep saying stuff like, you know, you're ignoring me, which is it's such a terrible thing. What's happening here? And that you're kind of like uh, blaming on me, like the fact that you, you know you're kind of coming at me, being like. This is why are we? Why wouldn't we be friends? Like, what is this? this is a really like it's is an awful thing. It's a terrible well, thing. I just think you're and then being, you look at the people saying stuff about you, and you're you're saying they're like, I don't know. It's weird. It's like you're saying you're being immature. All right. You uh, look at this point. We've Dan. You and me have had many fights. In especially like the last fifteen years when we lived together, we were roommates in New York. You know, we'd get at each other because you're filthy and I'm clean, and you'd leave shit everywhere, and I'd get on you to clean it up, and we'd get to each other's throats. We get to fights. That never changed. Yeah, you're so we're clean, best bro. Friends. You have a, a huge patch of hair over your in your lower back, like where people have a tramp stamp. That yeah. that's not even a possible thing to keep clean. You can't reach it. Excuse <laughs> me. Now you're, we're resorting to personal attacks. I can reach it. I got a detachable shower head. It's called my <laughs> devil's tail. Okay, it's a tramp stamp of hair, and I'm never gonna get rid of it. I love it. I think you it refuse to shave it. And now you're a single never. man in Hawaii, and you won't shave the devil's tail. I'm going to get more pussy here with my devil's tail oh and back hair God. than you're going to get in your whole life, pal. Okay? okay? Don't worry about me having back hair. It's chill. I'm the goddamn champion for crying out loud. Okay. Anyway, can we – so, no, so no, you, no, no. The point – hold on. The point okay. that you started to make is – and that I want to finish yeah. – is that we are best friends. Would you say we that it stops right there before. picks up right here? We have gotten to fights before. Yeah. And every time you say this, and I say it too, it's like, yo, fuck that guy. I don't even like this guy anymore. But it's like, it's two, we're brothers at this point. Like, there's nothing I can do about this. This is my best friend. This is my brother. It's like family. There's literally, I'm stuck with this guy. That's just how I feel about you, and that's how you feel about me when things are bad. But we always know that we're in too deep. This is it. It's you and me, pal. And when things are good, it's a fucking amazing. And let me tell you something. I know you're upset. I understand why you'd be mad right now. But in your heart of hearts, you know that I'm actually doing this for the good of the pod. I'm making the show better. Now that I'm the champion, I can come on whenever I want. I'm coming on all the goddamn time, and the ratings have been up. You can't deny that. I'm a content Listen. king. I'm the street whisperer. I'm the kink master, and I know how to cut a fucking promo, baby. And I'm helping the show. I'm helping your belt. I'm helping your show. Okay. Well, can we Listen. Okay. Listen. It's because I love you, honestly. <laughs> Here's please. what I want to say. All right, relax. I've said this hold to on. you. I texted Wait, where's, you. Oh, where's, the, where's the decorum? I just cracked open a bev, and no one even asked me what flavor. What kind of show are we running here? I'm not interested. So the thing with you here is that. It's a GT's kombucha <laughs> watermelon wonder flavor. What I want to say to you, okay, and before we get into why you called this, because this is a pro wrestling podcast, and the one thing I said to you is like, listen, I'll respect, I'll respect your champion's privilege. Because the cow title means so much to me, and the privilege and the stakes of that 
title, the honor of being the cow champion, whether you earn it dishonorably, in my opinion, uh, uh, is kind of irrelevant to keeping the sanctum of what it is. You know, I mean, part of my part of my beef with the with the the WWE title right now is that it just kind of feels like a prop. You don't know what you gain from it. You're like, what? I don't really see how Drew McIntyre's life has changed. I don't know what I don't know what car he's driving. I don't know if he could walk into Vince's office easy. Like, I don't know any of that. I, they don't show that on the show. All I know is he just gets like you know some more TV time. Is he making more money? I don't know. Well, with the cow title, you get really ultimate privilege here, and that's important. It's important to understand. Like when someone is the champ. Now, I. But what I want to say is that, like, you're texting me shit that's like, yo, uh, 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 I, I said this to you, is that, like, we are like, uh, like, we're still in the same exact spot, and you refuse to realize that, like, I'm fucking livid with you, man, and it almost feels like you forced me to do the pod here because you know... I have to talk to you, and you know I have to put my best foot forward because putting on the best content for the Cow Universe and the Cow Podcast is like my number one priority. So you know that I'm going to come in here and just like Brett, just like Sean, like I'm going to keep it fucking pro. And it's kind of sickening how it doesn't bother you that like this is essentially I'm just putting up my game face. You don't care. Dan, I've known you for a long time. All right. This yeah. will blow over. We're bigger than this. Our right. friendship is bigger than this moment. And I think, again, I don't want to, like, keep sounding like a broken record here because you kind of do. But I'll tell you, this is good for the show. This is good for the title. And How honestly, is this? So, so what, what honestly, is this? you're this giving might a, be good for our friendship. Yeah, but what you're doing right now, like, in terms of, like, hey, we're talking podcasting 101. You're giving people content on a rant randomly so they don't know when to get it. There's no name for what you're doing here. Like, wh- oh, well, wh- that's not true, okay? I know exactly what I'm doing. I just call it. By the way, okay, this is why you have me on the show, okay? Because when I come in, I come in hot. I bring the fucking thunder. I bring the heat. Right now, I can tell yeah. you, here's the, name of my, here's the name of the show. I'm going to do these whenever I want. Because I'm the champion. I'm going to come on the show. I'm going to pop in episodes you're doing. Maybe I'll host my own episodes. I don't know. I could do whatever the fuck I want. I'm the goddamn champion. We're going to call this segment in honor of, honestly, the greatest, in my opinion. One of the greatest. Certainly one of my favorite finishers, if not my favorite finisher. The Outsider's yeah. Edge. Okay? When champion Jason Shapiro is on the show, we're going to segment well, that's The Outsider's the Edge. Because I'm an outsider. I'm a Washington outsider, but I'm a straight shooter. I'm not part of the initial pot. You know, I'm not, I'm not part of your world. I'm coming from the outside, baby. This is where the big boys play. Well, this is where I am. And I got edge. I got hot takes. Some people love me. A few you people think don't. you know me. None of them know me. Let's be honest. So re- this right here is the outsider's edge. So I'll you're okay. YPP. So the cow, the cow champion, Jason Shapiro, your official program here will be the outsider's edge. And you're going to get back to us on when, when to expect this program. What, what like more details coming soon. It's like the Spanish inquisition in that nobody expects the Spanish inquisition and nobody expects the outsider's edge. Right, it's just going to come when it comes, right. baby. It's going to come at an ad hot, uh, you know, as needed. As needed, okay? okay? So right now, there's a huge story going on, and this is why I call this emergency episode. I didn't come call this emergency episode so people could hear you talk about how we're going to be best friends forever, even though you're having a rough patch with yourself right now. That's not what the episode's about. Yeah, that's right? what I said. About, yeah, exactly. That's exactly what yeah, I said. Here, here is the episode that yeah. I called the champion, the outsider's edge, coming from the outside in, bringing that edge like only 
champion Jason Chibiro can. The emergency episode is because we got to talk Adam Pierce. Okay, a while ago. Wow, this I is fell something in love with you've this been. Guy. Te- this is actually something you've been teasing for a long time. I've been teasing time. it. I've been teasing it like a nutsack, baby, and I'm ready to pop. Okay. Adam <laughs> what does Pierce, that mean? Do you tease you know, your nutsack? You know exactly. What I don't. But other people may have. It certainly happened before. A little tickle. It doesn't Captain matter. Slapping a tickle. It's not what's up. All right. Yeah. Let's not get vulgar. Let's get into it. Okay. Yeah. A lot of people don't know who this guy is. He kind of came out of nowhere. I was, I was shocked when he started coming out. And I want to talk about the journey, my journey with Adam Pierce, And I want to talk about Adam Pierce in general. Because right now, Adam Pierce is having his greatest moment in WWE history. This is the, the career pinnacle for his WWE career. And that he might become the champion. Right. He might become the universal champion. Look, he, he probably isn't, right? Let's be perfectly honest. But the fact that the guy's got a title shot, that's incredible. So who is Adam right. Pierce, then? Who is he? I, I, I got to tell you this. I know some stuff about Adam Pierce at this point because it's, even WWE is like, uh, uh, NWA has been po- pushing some stuff about him. But I know absolutely zero about Adam Pierce. The first time I saw Adam Pierce, I, believe, I don't know the first time I saw him. I know one of the times that I saw him is uh, this. And the winner of that match will go on to face Drew McIntyre, Drew McIntyre for the WWE. Um, I know that that's something that's rewarded in the for Vince. Um, <laughs> I'm not surprised. Yeah, that was a Vince belly laugh. This, guy, like, this, will, get, this will get you a title shot. Absolutely. Uh, uh, but but so uh, I know, but I know, I I just know he wrestled in NWA. That's the only thing I know All about right, him. So so here's what's up. And so the first time I saw him in WWE was they were just like. They're like WWE official, right? Like until this point, it's been like there's GMs, like he's the right, Vegas right. title. He's like a WWE right. official, right? So here, here's what happened. Mid 2020. And, and, and I remember mid- the first time I saw him, he was getting signatures from Bray Wyatt, Strowman, is, and Ray. That is not the first time you saw him. <laughs> yeah, that, that's, that's the first time I consciously remember, but I know okay, I saw him. Here's what happened. Months before, that was, in, that was on August 28th, 2020, at least three months before. All of a sudden, this guy's popping up. He's, you know, when people are injured backstage, he's running out to look at them with the referees. When Sasha and Bailey are, are fighting with each other, he's coming in to break it up. He's semi-booking match. And, and, and they don't say who the guy is. They don't say what his name is. All of a sudden, we got the same, you know, bald-headed, goateed, right. kind of jack dude in a suit showing up in some sort of managerial capacity that we don't know what. They don't give him a name. We know he's probably a wrestler because he looks like he could be a porn actor. So we're like, this guy probably has been in the squared circle. Yeah, For months, I, mean, I didn't know he's got, he, he has the he's got the look. What do you he's call got that? The look? What do you call that? What is the what is like that look? You know, that look is middle aged porn actor who fucks <laughs> teenagers. It's it's like casting couch guy look. He's he, a bang buff. Adam Pierce. If you had to, his gimmick is casting couch. He looks yeah, exactly. Kidding. He looks exactly like a casting couch guy. Yeah, and by the way, I don't know if I've ever seen those guys, but that's what they would look like. It's not, by the way, I'm just equating, casting couch is just, I just mean amateur porn. Point of view, amateur porn. Yeah, POV, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if you're driving and there's a a girl walking on the street who's clearly a porn actress and they like, you slow your car down with the camera out the window like, hey, where are you going? What's (laughs) going on? And he's like, like, oh, you you turned 18 yesterday? Like that, like that's the guy who says that. Did you ever get a, a lift? Do you ever hitchhike? You ever get a lift? Well, do you ever get a lift from a guy with a big cock? And you're like, you're like what? And they're like, <laughs> I guess I'll get in. That shit. He looks like whatever those guys look like. And that's right. a real pro wrestler look. That's a, 
that's a pro wrestler look right now. There. And you might think what we're saying right now, this is like, uh, you know, this is a little vulgar. This is a little, and you're like, no, what we're actually doing is making high quality, accurate, authentic observations about wrestling looks. Look, what it, wrestler it, doesn't look like a porn star? A lot of them don't. It yeah. depends what era. You know, like your Shawn right. Michaels is. Your Triple you H's. Like your Triple H's. Anyone in like DX. Era of, of porn. Yeah. You know, certainly uh, Soul it's Man Rocky Johnson is a, a certain era of porn. It's a 70s situation. Right. You know, I mean, honestly, even Darby Allen. There's a lot of Darby Allen porn out there now. Skinny emo guys just with fucking loaded. Just with absolute units on them. Packing heat, they're in there, so yeah, the lines are blurred. But anyway, okay. I digress. The point is, we were seeing some dude acting like he's some sort of WWE official for months, and I had no. I'm like Dan. I said to you, I was like, who is this guy that keeps showing up every week? Like, there's a guy who like there is he a GM? Is he not? Like, I don't know what this guy is or who he is. They've I, never said his name, but yeah. he's in the mix. What's his deal? Now, the episode you're talking about is when he went to the next level. That's when. They asked him, uh, whoever asked, I don't even know, was it Vince? I think it was Vince. Vince just orders this dude. He's like, you need to get signatures from Braun, Roman, and Bray Wyatt for a match at Payback. Right. And that's when I learned this guy's name. Here's how I learned it. Because when he showed up to get Bray's signature, he got it from the Firefly Funhouse, and he showed up in a post office uniform. And right. it was like, hey, right. everyone, it's Postman Pierce. And I was like, who the fuck is Postman Pierce? Right. Okay. So then I took that and then I Googled Postman Pierce. I got hip to the fact that his name is Adam Pierce. Right. And then I did a deep dip and I found out that WWE was sitting on an absolute legend <laughs> and making him act like a fucking Briscoe Patterson stooge. I was like, who the fuck is this guy? So let right. me explain to you guys who in the world Adam Pierce actually is. Who in the world is Adam Pierce? Adam the Pierce wrestler. Fandango. Yeah. So <laughs> Adam. He's not Fandango. Wait, what's he's Adam Pierce? Postman Pierce? Postman Pierce. Who from- in the world is Postman Pierce from the tag man? Postman Pierce out baby facial. Wow, can have to. <laughs> None of that worked. None of that worked, and it's all can we edit that out? You can do whatever you want, man. I, I uh, just no. call for the episodes. I don't edit them. I'm not in production, uh, bro. Phil saying we can't edit that out. He said we can't edit that out. All right. Well, we're keeping it. So yeah. if I find out this guy is an NWA champion, okay, which okay. honestly, one of the most prestigious prizes in the game, right? Let's be honest. It just, it just is, right? I mean, it's 10 pounds it's, of gold. It's 10 pounds of gold. If you're a, a wrestling purist, like, you know yeah. how important the NWA title is. It's the title that we've been held by Ric Flair, by Dusty Rhodes. Would you love if NWA waited all the time? Like, they're like, we need to add a little... It's, it's coming under. It must have chipped a little bit. We need to add... <laughs> we need, it's, it's coming in at 9.9. You know if it's less mean? than 10, they have to, like, solder in some yeah, new gold. Yeah, like, we got we to gotta put some more gold on. That, that's what right, actually... And then sometimes in the summer months, like, yeah, look, the gold expanded because of the heat. It's yeah. 10.01. We got to chisel some off, sprinkle it on Dusty Rhodes' tombstone. Um, yeah, that'd be dope. Yeah, so Adam up. Pierce became NWA champion for the first time, actually in Puerto Rico in 2007. Okay? So he's been a, a, a world champion. And, and guys in that era, by the way, who were holding that belt were guys like Christian Cage. That was one of Abyss's. That's Maybe winning only run. a territory uh, title in an American territory. 
Raven, AJ yeah. Styles was champion around right. that time. Jeff Jarrett, you know, um, that's who's that that early that two thousands era NWA champion. So it's not nobody's out there. Heavy right. hitters, you know, Raven, Rhino, AJ. It's it's happening. Christian right. Cage. So AJ was is, the NWA champion. He was a uh, NWA champion in two thousand three. Um, oh. Abyss Abyss was the only had one run, and it was right before Adam Pierce. Um, I mean, it's pretty amazing stuff when you think about the legacy. And Abyss is a trainer now at WWE. He, Abyss he is a huge. De- Abyss is one of those guys who's a huge deal, right. Without really ever being a WWE guy, but he's probably the most well-known outside of Sting. Right. Right. Like never WWE guy. Sting. Yeah. So Adam Pierce becomes champion. We love it. 2007. Okay. He's champion. 2000. When else did he become champion? 2010. He was champion. Okay. NWA champion. So how many? 2011. He became champion. Right. Again. Okay, what I'm saying is that this guy, when you add it up, you add up all the reigns, okay, all the Roman reigns. Right. This guy's a four-time NWA champion, okay? Right. And that means, in the same way that Randy Orton becoming a 14-time WWE champion is significant, because the only people who have done that are Ric Flair, John Cena, and Triple H, right? That's how significant it is that Adam Pierce is a four-time champion because the only people who have had that belt, that prestigious belt that many times are Ric Flair, 10-time NWA champion, which let's just appreciate Ric Flair for a minute here. Okay, right. The fact that Ric Flair is the most decorated N- uh, WWE slash WCW champion with 16 recognized reigns, that's completely separate. Right. No Venn, di- Venn diagram intersection, completely separate. From the fact that he's also the 10-time NWA champ, the most decorated NWA champion of all time. So that's huge. He's got 10 reigns. The right. King Harley race, who I always want to put on lists like Rushmore because he really is the guy before the modern era. Harley race, eight-time NWA champion. Right. Jeff Jarrett, six-time NWA champion. And then the fourth most decorated NWA champion of all time is Adam Pierce at five, at five reigns. And the, the guy who rounds it out with four title right. reigns is Lou Fez, who is the longest running NWA champion, who's basically like the first or second NWA champion ever, depending on who you ask. He's the guy, I don't know if you guys remember a man named Stone Cold Steve Austin, but the guy had four moves. He had the stunner. He had stomping mud holes where he'd just kick you in the corner. Right. Dog shit moveset. And he had the Luthez press where he would throw you against the ropes, jump on you kind of onto your chest, and then start hammering fists. Right. That's the Luthez press. Luthez is no laughing matter, folks. This guy's a huge deal. So we got Adam Pierce, Luthez, Ric Flair, Harley Race, Jeff Jarrett. Those are the most decorated NWA champions of all time. We are dealing with NWA royalty when we talk about Adam Pierce. Right. Postman Pierce. This guy is wildly significant. And I got to tell you, he's been a fantastic general manager. He's been the best general manager we've seen in years. And we, he, he isn't even really the general manager. He's like when Journey got a fucking, no, not Journey. When, what's it called? Train. You ever see that train interview on uh, Howard where 
everyone in the band is in the original band except for the the piano yeah. player. But of course, the I saw that. piano player. So they don't make him an official member, member of train. And then train. Howard just keeps being like, "Yo, are you gonna put this guy in train or what?" Like <laughs> he's been with you guys for ten years. You guys are all splitting all the royalties. This guy's getting like a, a salary. Like yeah, he's in the band. Howard always does that. He pokes. He pokes those fucking woods. Like the amount of times Howard has an interview where like he like so another time he did that was when Coldplay came in. And yeah. Coldplay was in there, and then they were. He's like, "Yo, what's the what's the? Br- you have four guys here. What's the breakdown of pay here?" And by the way, the other thing about Howard that's so shitty is he won't talk about his money and 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 what his guys are paid and stuff like that. But like, right. like, they, so they'll push back on it. But he's he has so much money that everyone's like, "Why are you busting my balls over money? You getting paid right. like five hundred mil a year?" Anyway, right. but the funny thing is that so when uh, Chris Martin of Coldplay was in there. He was like, yo, what are you paying? And then he's like, well, uh, like, it's like, I, uh, well, and then he, like, didn't want to answer, but then eventually he answers. And did you know this, that Chris Martin gets paid? So, like, there's four of them. They yeah. split it five ways, and Chris Martin's a double. Gets a Let double. He's a 2-5. That's a good deal for those guys. <laughs> I was expecting him to yeah. get half, and the rest of them split the other half. This guy's writing every song. He's the face right. of the band. Well, that was his argument. I, he's like, oh, I write the music. He's like, so, like, it's almost like I'm two members of the band. I'm the lead singer, him. and then I'm writing the music. Dude, also. I agree with them. I agree he's with He's like, them. none of them care. They, they, they all seem so grounded. I think they're all like, yo, uh, we hit the lottery, so, like, I have millions of dollars, and I play a yeah. drum. So it's yeah. like, <laughs> Come on, bro. Yeah, yeah. It's not that. I, like, I, think it's, I think it's shitty when you're trained. And everyone's splitting the money, but one guy who's been in the band for ten years because he's not the original guy, and you have him on a contract, like right. he doesn't get the same money as you guys. That's fucked up. Fuck train. Coldplay, you're splitting it five ways. One guy's getting two shares, but that guy's the guy who's right. literally the 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 whole band. Like, right. well, it's all good. So I I just um uh, uh so so basically what I'm saying so is you're saying the reason I bring four, it up is but Jeff Jarrett being number 3 is also surprising to me. It is surprising but before yeah. we get into that I just want to say the, yeah. the reason I'm bringing this up yeah is because that's how they're treating Adam Pierce. The guy has been the GM. I don't care what you tell me. Certainly since August 28th. Yeah, he's in the he GM. They just call him WWE official which is just a tweak. It's fine. No, it's not fine. This guy deserves GM status, okay? This guy is the best GM we've seen in a decade and they're calling him an official. They're not giving him his share of the money, baby. They're not giving him the respect. You know me. You know what wrestling is all about yeah. to me. Respect. What is wrestling all about? The one thing that makes wrestling better than everything else for me is this. Someone you, you idolize takes you under their wing from day one because they see something special in you. <laughs> That's Triple H talking about uh, he's upset with uh, Taker. <laughs> um, what, but- what, what do I love about wrestling? Respect. It's all about respect. So here's it's all the thing. about respect. Can I, They're can not I, giving him the respect he deserves as an NWA legend and as truly the GM. The fact that they're not calling this guy the GM is fucking bonkers to me. So do you Official? think – how old is Adam Pierce? Do you know? Do I think? I'll tell you exactly how old I said, Adam do you know Pierce how old he is? is 42 years old. He's the quattro. Okay, dude. so he's not even old. Right. Um, he, could be, he could beat Roman Reigns and then have a 10-year career in WWE – at the top of the card. 42 in wrestling nowadays is, like, 42 now in wrestling is, like, 32, right? Like, these guys wrestle, like, you know, some of these, like, a lot of top guys are 41 years old. 40, AJ's, like, 44 years old. I mean, AJ's a, a freak of nature, so that's, like, AJ's not a, a freak great. freak of nature. But, look, who, all right, so, uh, 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 
But okay, so you didn't see SmackDown last night, right? So here's no, the thing. I heard, baby. I heard so what happened that. was on SmackDown, like so Adam Pierce, like so he's only 42 years old. He won this gauntlet match to face Roman Reigns at uh, Royal Rumble. Now, can we just put right. this in perspective for you guys? He's a huge man. Um, uh, the two title matches at the Royal Rumble pay-per-view <laughs> this year are Roman Reigns versus Adam Pierce and Drew McIntyre versus Goldberg. Like, that's yeah, wild. You know what Honestly, I mean? I would love to see Roman Drew run that one back, have a rematch, and then have Goldberg versus Adam Pierce. That, to me, is a way better... Pairing Goldberg Adam Pierce, I think that'd be a squash. But uh, no, I, I well, we'll we'll talk about Goldberg first after this. But so basically, well, I want to know you're talking about respect. So the way this went down on SmackDown was like Pierce, uh, 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 Roman just was kind of dogging out Pierce, you know, because right. he's like, yo, you're a thorn at my side, man. Like I don't like how you run your ship. I'm the head of the table, essentially. Then he put him in this gauntlet match. He's like, I, and then he went in there. Was pretty scared of him. They beat the shit out of Nakamura, and then they th- basically threw Pierce on top of Nakamura. The point is, right. he and he's like very scared of Adam uh, uh, of Roman Reigns, you know. Right. So right. do you have a problem with like them? Would you prefer them to book? Adam Pierce in a role that shows the respect of the NWA title because Vince does not give a shit about what you're saying. <laughs> no, no, no. Vince will never look. You have to understand WWE is its own universe, and and the really right. the worst part about it is how little they respect anything outside of WWE. Right, right. But this is more for the boys in the back. When I when I'm speaking to the people, it's for the boys in the back. Okay, I I'm speaking to you as a true wrestling fan of all platforms, right? Not just WWE. And I can understand WWE's strategy. This is what right. they're always like. So, of course, they're going to be what they're going to be. Completely in WWE universe, I think it makes sense. Look, the guy's an official. The guy's back office. He's not a wrestler. It makes sense for the booking for him to be, like, really afraid to have to fight Roman Reigns. I'm fine with that, even though we know he's not. We know he can hold his own, right? So, right. you know, I'm not, like, mad that they're making him look weak because at the end of the day, Roman is their champion. And Pierce is not even a wrestler. So, I get that booking. That doesn't offend me. Would it be so much cooler if they nodded to and be like, look, Pierce is no nobody, man. This guy's a decorated former champion outside of WWE. And honestly, if he could find a way to dig down deep and get back in touch with that part of him, Roman Reigns could have his hands full. That'd be a cool thing for them to do. Right. The fact that they're not doing that, I'm not mad. I don't need them to give him that on-screen respect of being a former champion. I need That feels more like an AEW thing to do. Absolutely. I need but I need the cow listeners to give Adam's pierce that respect i want you guys to know is adam pierce one of your guys adam pierce absolutely one of my guys 100 percent. and the winner of that match will go on to face drew mcintyre drew mcintyre for the (laughs) and even that he recovered so so well (laughs) well to be honest the optics i think if i i think people love it I actually think that that thing holds up. Like, I think people are like, that was fucking mad funny. Like, like I don't think it affected him negatively at all. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that, was his, like, that was his, like, sex tape or whatever, you know? That, like, was, his, that was his Titus his, O'Neil tripping on the way to the, to the greatest Royal Rumble. Yeah, except for that is the only thing about Titus's career that anyone will ever remember. Oh, except for that when he got suspended by Vince for shaking his hand. That's true. He I shook know. Vince's hand. Do you remember that? That's Vince fucking a nut, a nut, crazy. Nut, nut 
<laughs> and then also they'll remember him for being a good dad. They oh, that that's they always talk about. He's Titus a great, a great look, dad. It, it, there's no look. Yeah, on as an on-screen performer, I have zero interest in Titus O'Neil whatsoever. Right. It seems like he's a really great dude, though. It seems like he just right. really has a good head on his shoulders. Is a great family man, a charitable guy. Would you say doing that he's great uh, things with his fame? Someone you idolize. Someone no. I idolize, to be right. honest. Um, I think he's an awesome guy, but like I don't need him on screen. But he needs to remain in WWE so he can continue doing the good work he does worldwide. Titus worldwide. As you know. <laughs> that is true. He is worldwide. So he's worldwide. A- he is absolutely worldwide. If you think this guy's on a couple continents like Europe, Asia, South America, uh-uh, wrong. I got news for you. Seven. So, Adam Pierce, have you watched and be honest, have you watched any Adam Pierce? He's one of your guys. I want to say that's locked yeah, yeah, yeah. in. Let have you seen any Adam Pierce matches? Look, <laughs> I don't traffic in bullshit. I don't lie. Uh, yeah. not, honestly, I don't lie. You know that about me. I don't but, lie. Like you and Jody because, Mitchell. Because I tell the truth, and it, people don't even believe me. the shit coming out of my mouth. I think the truth is way better than any lie I could ever tell. Okay. I have not seen a single, mi- not even a, a YouTube clip like, of a finisher. Do you even know what his gear is? I, yes. I've seen <laughs> okay, pictures right. of his gear. He almost wears sort of a flarian robe at times. He was almost like a dungeon master Ric Flair type robe. I tell you what, I'm, I don't know why I haven't, especially in, in uh, preparation for this episode. I should have watched right. a couple of peers at, uh, at matches, but I didn't. Because I'm not here to watch his matches. I'm just trying to tell you guys that he's the man. Yeah. I can't wait to watch these matches. I'm going to do it. Well, are you you're a lineage man? I'm absolutely a lineage man. Right. Like I love okay, so Okay, so let's talk. Okay, so do you have anything else to say about Adam Pierce? Because I certainly do not. I have one more thing to say about him. <laughs> okay. Again, this guy, 2020, for months, I was like, who the F is this dude that is just like, on screen are we supposed to know who this guy is like they're not saying who this guy is i don't know what's going on he seems to be like the gm though but no one's really even calling him a name i have no idea what's going on into postman pierce into me finding out he's adam pierce and then like a week or two later they started calling him adam pierce on screen and then i'm like then and then he started growing i'm like this guy rules he's the best gm i've seen in forever they don't even call him a gm yeah then he's doing so good they gave him his own like right hand man who they don't say by name. They have Pat Buck. He rolls around with like his own disciple. He rolls around with like a, a Buddy Murphy situation. Right. Pat Buck kind of looks like Buddy Murphy. I- I've enjoyed um, Adam Pierce. I've I'm saying I've enjoyed Adam Pierce so much. They're putting new people under him. He's getting a staff behind him. He's got Pat Buck, Cactus Pat. Yeah. And it's it's coming together, man. I I, I honestly I'm rooting for him. Come Royal Rumble. I hope he takes the strat. I think it's <laughs> it. Wait. Okay. I just want to point something out. You yeah. made Adam Pierce, one of your guys, without yeah. ever, without ever seeing him in the ring for even a second. Okay, but I've seen him on screen. I've seen him be truly the best GM well, since Page. Okay, um, and the winner of that match will go on to face Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre. What is his finishing move? Do you know? Without you know looking what? at I, the wiki, let me tell you something. I absolutely. He do definitely not does an arm bar. Like he definitely has a no. killer I mean, arm bar. Well, you know what? I'll tell you one thing about Wikipedia. Wikipedia, maybe five years ago, yeah. had, for real, had a signature, I mean, had a, a section for every wrestler called Signature Moves. Yeah, that's not there the anymore? That has not been there for a couple years. Like, what? I don't know why. I'm telling they you. They were also no, never right. I, I, I've seen them be no, no. so wrong. 
they they usually have like a, a championships and accomplishments section, and right. right before that or after that, there used to be a signature move section, and that section is gone. And now, if you want to see that, you have to go to like Pro Wrestling Wiki. But I don't know why Wikipedia like downsized their wrestling, uh, you know, content. They they should be upping that stuff. I need more. I want to know from when to when they did the signature move when was it a finisher when did it get demoted to a regular move i want to know it all like i want a, a lineage in wikipedia of you know the judas effect code breaker walls of jericho i want the whole what year to what year was this a finisher yeah um anyway okay so can we move on from adam pierce for that because i want to ask you something we can move on when the champion says we can move on and I am comfortable moving on right now. Not because you want to, but because I am done talking about Adam Pierce. Thanks for reminding me. Okay. Seems like you're a little stupid, but you're actually really stupid. Okay. Anyway. Uh, so. Real quick. Could you just do me the courtesy? Yeah. Ask me. You just said what the flavor was. I have to ask again. You didn't ask? Well, what flavor? GT's Kombucha Watermelon Wonder. This is uh, Leon Ruff's theme music, which I adore. To be honest, I just want to take it. I just want this to be my theme music. Do you know, do you know who this song is? Leon Ruff, the like, song is called. You to this, and you're like, yo, I'm about to go win, baby! Woo! You know? Yo, you know the name of the song? It's called I Like I Likes It Ruff by Leon Ruff. Okay, anyway, coming at you, everybody. Woo! Leon Ruff, 101, coming at you. We're having to get it. It's two for Tuesday down at the Chuckle Hut. All right, let's talk. Yo, Goldberg is now the number one contender. Goldberg um, is always the number one contender. Okay, he's that is fact. He, 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 is, he should switch it up and be like the, the, the perpetual number one contender. That'd be I'm a great content. gimmick. I'm you, always the number one contender. Number one, yeah, when I walk into any room, I'm now the number one contender. Yeah. I show I, up at a college, I show up at a college lecture. Guess what? I'm the adjunct professor. Okay? I so, walk into Congress. Guess what? I'm the vice president now. The guy's always the number one contender. Um, I saw a lot of the guys who wish who think they look like Goldberg walking into Congress this week. Um, <laughs> I mean, there may have been. I would say there may have been a Goldberg shirt or two because there's probably some pro wrestling fans in there, but none of them are wearing anything supporting. <laughs> no, they were, they were Goldberg sure. shirts, but they were a bunch of anti-Semitic shirts. Um, yeah, we don't <laughs> have to get into it, but um, for anybody who marched on the Capitol, go fuck yourself. And for anybody who marched yeah. on the Capitol wearing blatantly anti-Semitic. Uh, paraphernalia i will find you and i will hit you with the title oh you didn't know um so here's the thing uh so uh you, yeah, you might want to be packing more than the title the title is made of plastic which we're very open about oh i'm getting it i'm getting it a fully redone i'm gonna use the the best cola nuts and gold to make a nice hawaiian piece deadly Re weapon is that are you just saying that or are you actually doing that I'll do that to commemorate my first defense. All right. Well, so I guess that's never going to happen. But here's the thing. 
folks. Bring it, homie. So, Open all right, I just want to talk. I want to get your opinion on Goldberg. I find that my take on Goldberg is one of the most polarizing opinions I have, which is, uh, who's next? I'm like, yo, bring me Goldberg. I love Goldberg. I'll take as much Goldberg as there as until he if he wants to keep going and juicing up. I love Goldberg. Now. I understand why someone would be like, "Oh, it's Goldberg again!" Like, blah blah blah. What's the, what is? And, and the way they use Goldberg, I find to be like, I get it. Sometimes it's a little, uh, in, uh, interrupting, yeah, interruptive or whatever. Like, it's a little. Sometimes it's disruptive, is what I mean. Like, he's so a, he's a disruptor in the industry. He's like Uber. Um and um. So like, like for when he takes the title off of Fiend because they need, they just need to move it. Uh, for a Roman match, which they want to book at Mania, like that's such an example of where he's a legend getting in the way. You know what I mean? But like, right. I feel like Goldberg as a title match for Drew, where he's at right now in his title run, like to actually go up against Goldberg, it's actually a great match because you're like, will they let Drew beat Goldberg? And it's a, a title shot at the Royal Rumble, where my mind is that's always a holdover title shot they they almost never switch the titles at royal rubble it feels like mm -hmm. even that time that match that we all love it was cena rollins brock they kept it on brock right like yeah, that's, one, that's that's honestly one of the greatest matches of all time i, I that match i adore it's like it's the year roman rumble. won the rumble right yeah. the year roman won the rumble and got booed out of the building but that match is almost worth it um, well brock is magic in a triple threat because they do Absolutely. the same thing every time, where it's like they team up on him, they take him out for like ten minutes, and then he comes back strong, and, and it's, like, it's awesome. Just, and yeah. then Brock's and rolls, yeah. Brock's and brawls. But that's the other thing. Also in that match, you have Seth Rollins, one of the greatest in-ring performers of all time. Right. And you have Big Match John, oh, John Cena, a guy who I, you. a guy who I truly hated for the beginning of his career, but then just won me over with non-stop devotion to the business and churning out incredible match after incredible match you've got three of the greatest in-ring performers ever three of the biggest icons in wrestling like how do you fuck that up you don't it's a five-star match it's awesome. yeah the match is dope the one time they did give cena the title from uh they gave cena the title over uh off of aj at a rumble but that's yeah. like giving cena a title is like the equivalent of giving goldberg the title going into mania season like you know what i mean so, so here's so here's how I feel about Goldberg actually fun shot. fact about that just a fun yeah. fact if you remember this was uh, WrestleMania thirty three going into thirty three uh, uh, which I know you don't remember but uh, it, it, uh, Cena and Cena took the title off of AJ and then the next pay per view was Elimination Chamber and Bray Wyatt won the title at Elimination Chamber setting up for a match with Orton I believe wow. Was that the same? Yeah, so like I, they I jumped have, that title around like twice right before uh, uh, Mania. Anyway. Well, you know, man. They don't know what they're doing. They're going week to week on this thing. They have no right. plan. They're just, they're just flying blind. But I'm saying so also you had Sasha versus Ronda. At, I'm telling you Rumble title matches, I remember. Sasha, right? And then yeah. obviously Sasha wasn't going to take the title off Ronda Rousey going into WrestleMania 35. Of course. Right? Um, so that then you had uh, Asuka versus Becky at Royal Rumble, and then Oscar was the t actually. I guess they could have gave it to Becky, but then what they did was Oscar kept the title, and then Becky joined the Royal Rumble, uh, right. which, which was, was very cool. Which was awesome. I was there, which was dope. Um, did Becky win? Becky and, won, and Seth and won. Seth 
And Seth, right? And they both won the title at Mania. That's probably... Were they dating at the time, or did they fuck that night in celebration? <laughs> for the first time? I mean, I don't know if they were dating at the I time. Don't, I honestly don't. I don't know if the timeline is... I don't know the exact timeline. I don't think they were dating at the time. I bet they both won the Rumble, fucked, in celebration. <laughs> yeah. Then sort of had, like, a secret relationship. Then both won the title at Mania... And then fucked Raw. <laughs> yeah, your timeline's way off. On Raw the next day. <laughs> they both, they were dating already by that time. Yeah, by um, Mania, but by Rumble, they yeah. not. who's so. Anyway, but no, but I'm asking right. your opinion Rumble, on Goldberg. Rumble titles doesn't often change, and this year is probably no different. I doubt that one of well, my no, guys, because... Adam Pierce, is going to beat Roman Reigns. That's probably not happening. And then right. Goldberg and Drew, I think. Well, now you have more viable winners in the actual Rumble. Right, which is fantastic. But Goldberg, who I love, I think he's right. great. I know what he is. He's not one of the best wrestlers of all time. Nah. He's not like this, you know, legendary performer. But I like that they kind of, look, in the same way I didn't like that Brock beat Taker and ended the streak. I didn't like it. Yeah. But it, it just is what it is, and you have to accept it and be like, yo, this happened, this happens, this is part of the mythology now, this is what's up, right? Right. I don't love that Goldberg took the title off Brock Lesnar and took the title off The Fiend. Like, I don't love that these things happen, but I can now accept that they happen, and I can appreciate them for like, hey, that's kind of cool. Like, it's kind of cool that Lesnar beat Taker and ended the streak. That's kind of cool in its own way. Right. So the, the, the character of like, Twilight years Goldberg still having enough juice in the tank to still spear out one more champion and like take anyone by surprise at any moment this guy could hit you with as much Goldberg as he could muster and that might be enough to put you out right. I like that that's a, a card in the deck of WWE I enjoy it I don't right. think it's the best thing ever but there's way worse shit than that man that's not a problem for me that could be exciting that could be fun to watch and I think that they're gonna play that card right now and have him not be able to beat Drew. I think he's going to come to hit Drew with all that Goldberg he's got, and for the first time since he's returned, it not be enough to take the belt off someone. Because Drew's that guy. Drew's that guy that they're putting all the power behind. They're letting him beat Lesnar clean. They're letting him be like the guy that is the guy. And, and well, they should, right? Because he's jacked out of his mind, right. and he loves the business, and he's a great, he could deliver great matches. He's awesome. So... I think this is finally the guy who Lesnar won't be able to just – I mean, who um, Goldberg won't be able to just knock out with a quick flash of old Goldberg. And I think that's kind of cool. I like that it's been set up over years and years that this guy could take out a champion and that he's not going to be able to do it to Drew. That's cool to me. Uh, yeah, but do you think Drew will beat Goldberg? I do. I or do you think Brock just shows up? Well, That's a, I, my prediction is that Brock shows up, and so, then there's a chance they'd go for a triple threat of those three at Mania. I'm going to say that I think there's a really high likelihood that Brock shows up and gets into trouble, but do you think Brock shows up and the belt goes off Goldberg? I mean, goes off Drew? No. Drew's going into Mania as the champ, and Drew's walking out of Mania as the champ. I don't mind a Brock Lesnar, Bill Goldberg, triple Andrew threat. McIntyre um, triple threat. I don't mind that at all. I don't. Yeah. A lot of beef in that threat, man. That's a that's, oh, yeah, that's a, a lot of beef. Triple beefy burrito, right there. There's a lot of beef out here. Oof. <laughs> I'm hungry now. I'm hungry all of a sudden. I I would adore. The thing is, but but I noticed that most people I talk to most, it's that don't like that Goldberg is around. Look, here's what's up. 
people are always going to dislike guys who are quote unquote stealing a spot. Here's the thing. No one is taking the spot. No one could be get, get what Goldberg's getting. There's not like a whole booking and a whole months of thing. No, Goldberg is like only Goldberg is allowed to do this. He's a guy who could just show right. up, be the number one contender for a month or two and put some asses in seats. Like he's right. not taking that opportunity away he from just someone. Pa- and he passes the Wadowski test. I mean, it's simple as that. He absolutely passes the, the casual fan test. Like and anyone like hears that- Goldberg's wrestling, like they're kind of like, that's cool. My biggest beef with Goldberg is, not, is so small. It's I fucking hate the diapers he wears, like the diaper trunks, the white rim. It looks so bad to me. Well, he kind of is he still doing like a boy short type? Yeah. Of yeah. Yeah. Look, I love boy shorts on me personally. Like, I like the way they look. They just fit me nice. <laughs> I really wasn't asking that. That was the, I didn't I'm just ask saying, that like, I, I like a good boy short look on me. Right. I think yeah. it looks great. Okay. Um, for me, for my body type, when I'm at the beach. But when I think of Bill Goldberg, I think of classic Goldberg. Sammy I'm thinking of. I'm not thinking of Sammy Goldberg. <laughs> yeah. I think of. I can't classic, control that. That just happens. I think of classic black undies. I think of like the straight up bikini bottom, black on black. Right. That's Goldberg. That's the appeal of Goldberg. It's if you watch like, Goldberg, like primo Goldberg, and by the way, there's an every single person has told me that the streak special on the WWE Network is amazing. There's like a great Goldberg streak. There's a or, Goldberg the streak yeah, special. Dude, let me tell you something. That's a. I will absolutely watch that yeah. because he. I, we're gonna be agreeing 100. percent But that guy at the pinnacle of his WWE Championship run, from like being undefeated, from then becoming the U.S. champ, right. becoming the heavyweight champ. It's yeah. all very he's, cool. And he still looks awesome, though. He looks great. Yeah. But he looked like. Oh, my God. I just oh remembered God. that Taker match, though. Yeah, but that's not a good match. <laughs> Wait, I just remembered that Saudi Arabia Look, Taker. He's not, not a good match. It's the maybe the worst match of all time. Yeah. Look, it's really bad. But that's the thing. Goldberg is not AJ Styles. Okay. Goldberg is not. Ray Mysterio or Eddie Guerrero, all right? Goldberg can do what <laughs> Goldberg does. Yeah. And what he does, if you... And, those, and to be it, fair, those guys are not him either. 100%. Right? Like, you know, like, there's something to this say guy, there. Look, this guy, Goldberg is... You're better off comparing Goldberg to Brock Lesnar, okay? Because Goldberg in his prime is a similar mystique to Lesnar. We're talking about... It's, again, I've said this metaphor countless times to you right. on pod, off pod. It's like when you go on safari to africa and you're trying to find <laughs> yeah like a white bengal tiger look i know that white bengal tigers are not native to africa they're in india and russia and stuff like that. but we are looking for the the white bengal tiger right. and oh maybe you'll see it maybe you won't maybe you'll show up at raw i don't know but then when he cut when they when on the oh look at that in the dis oh my god what look over, over there over there over there yeah and you see the tiger coming around the mountain in the distance on the serengeti yeah. plain you just go Wow. Wow. That's why I'm here. That's the experience I need. I'm humbled. I'm in awe. It's breathtaking. It's beautiful. It's nature's beauty. That's what it's like seeing Brock Lesnar show up. That's what it's like seeing um, Goldberg show up sometimes, especially right. in the WWD Primo, in the, in the WCW Prime. Right. That's honestly, on some level, what it's like seeing Taker show up. It's this magic, jaw dropping yeah. moment of like, this guy is it, man. This guy's got it. And guys like Eddie are amazing, but they're not this. 
Yeah. Um, this is a special thing. So I don't mind Goldberg being a subpar wrestler right. and maybe being the benefactor of some really great booking because that really great booking created a really, really great moment in pro wrestling. It created something yeah. that we can all talk about forever that is truly awesome. Like, his streak is fucking awesome. So let's. I just want to jump quick here because you're like, okay. What looks better to you than yeah. Bill Goldberg, black undies, big gold belt around his fucking waist nothing breathing in the smoke nothing from his own fireworks the, no, nothing very but to be honest in wrestling there are very few what? things but what i'm saying is that that's the beauty of drew mcintyre who actually in terms of just when you look at him holds up like when he's wearing the fucking kilt and he's got the sword it's like full-on like yo this is like this is this guy's a locked in you know what i mean yeah i mean he's he's at the current moment definitely Definitely at least a half step down from Taker, Lesnar, Goldberg, as far as like jaw dropping, just whoa, this guy. Just and also up. just like finding but he's up it. there, but he's up there. Yeah, he's definitely up there. He definitely has that more than probably any other quote unquote active wrestler. Well, here's right? my like, argument. I, w- I want I just want to go one step further. Yeah, is that I think Drew has found it more than Roman. But what I mean is that well, I think what Roman's doing is cooler and better. In terms of yeah. storytelling, like I Roman agree. looks cooler, but Roman's still a guy coming out in like joggers and and his yeah. merch, and right. and you're like, but like Drew is like, is like, Drew. What Drew is doing is like what makes you a legend, like which is like I agree, well, right? or a certain or a specific type of legend, right? It right. Makes you one of those, but guys. like so, like for example, AJ Styles, right? Like. Yeah. Dude, AJ's look is fucking phenomenal and iconic, yep. locked in. Like, I don't need him to change anything. That's my right. beef with what they're doing with AJ right now, which is like, it's like, he's like kind of like funny AJ. And it's like, it's like he's trying to be like this weasel, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I don't need any of that. I just need phenomenal. Just come out, go like this, like just head down, flick yeah. the thing up, have awesome match. Like, that's all I want from AJ. And, like, that's a privilege to be at that level where I don't want anything else from you. And right. I almost feel similar. And that's, like, where I think Drew is a little bit of, like, a kind of a classic throwback talent of just, like, this guy's just the champ, man. Like, that's it. He's just the champ. And what yeah, I'd say and- is this, But I just want to say the last point is that, like, as in, actually, I'll make this point next. Go. Finish. I'm going to say, yeah, and I, I just have the – there's a sneaking fear and suspicion, though, that part of my criteria – for what makes someone like that epic yeah is that they have to be fucking huge i don't want that to be true but like i look at the list it's lesnar goldberg taker those guys are enormous and yeah but Drew i just is, talked about aj yeah but he's, he's not tiny i'm just look let me tell you something the the moment i'm talking about yeah it ain't aj it's aj and 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 jericho are like a four out of five on this scale Right, and they could be tiny and be and be like, it's like, yo, this is awesome. This guy shows up, and you're like, yeah, baby. Now I'm ready to watch some wrestling. Like this works. Right. But to be that five out of five, that five star, that like literally, I get goosebumps. I get R.L. Stein in the vagina when I see <laughs> Lesnar, Primo Lesnar oh, walk out. God. When I see Goldberg, WCW entrance, yeah. or when I see a, a full Druid Taker thing, I, I become so, like, a kid instantly. The second right. Goldberg comes out, I, I become and like is breathing. If I see a clip of him breathing in the smoke Ooh. and and going like bam, bam, like with the and the belt fits him perfectly. Oh my god, that yeah. belt was designed for this guy's body. No one else 
can pull this belt off. It's too big. It's too big for any mortal yeah. man. So it's here's like the thing. A here's the thing. See, the thing is this. I, uh, we'll have that drop going forward. See, the thing is this. We'll have can that I drop your place? tomorrow. Can I say your place? If you need you anything, this. and I mean anything at all, I'm your guy. You come to me. <laughs> can I stay at your place? See, the thing is this. All right, uh, but <laughs> you see, uh, you got a roommate, old Jack. Uh, you know, I live down at the Y. All right, so as you know, uh, this, this, this again, this bit, this fucking repeating this has distracted me totally again. Okay, that is like an iconic look. Okay, I can't help, but I can't. There, there's two layers of it, right? Like, so Roman Reigns is a is frustrating talent to me because now he, I believe in him. As a top tier WWE mm-hmm. guy, I'm Absolutely. fully sold on Roman Reigns. I will not make my proclamation him being one of my guys till Monday night after uh, at WrestleMania 37. You know what I mean? I, I need yeah. a I need a mania. I need I've been burned on too many manias for Roman Reigns. I need a mania. Sure. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna make this guy one of one of my guys on a mania. He didn't show up to for good reason, but he didn't show up to. You know what I mean? Right. I'm not gonna I mean, have look, it. I feel the same way about Adam Pierce. I got to right. deliver on Mania <laughs> fully, mate, but I was willing to go one of my guys. Well, he he could be Mania bound. He always sure, does take the title it. off of Roman Reigns. You know? if, if he goes into WrestleMania yeah. as a universal champion, I would love it. Okay. So what I'm saying is that well, uh, this is a side note, but the universal champion thing, it's already it's been a title for like five years at this point, and it's like yeah. it doesn't work or catch on at all. Like, well, I will say making it blue is a huge upgrade. It looks way no, better. No, no, no. It looks blue. I even liked the red one. I'm talking about. I didn't. I, I know people hated it. I was in it. the building when they debuted that red title. And, and, you, were, and, and I, you were booing it. I was booing as loud as I could. I was like, this thing looks like dog shit. What is wrong with you guys? Well, I actually don't hate the red title. I know people do. I, I hated it at first, and then it grew on me, you know? Um, uh. And so what I'm saying is the thing with Roman Reigns is a talent that's fully locked in for me. Like the gimmick is there. He can you do this gimmick for his whole career, you know, yes. Uh, yes. right? And it's great, and I love it. It's frustrating to see him operating at a four level when he should be a five. Like he could, he, he like you know, it's frustrating to see him think like, yo, I'm gonna come out and just like some cool Jordans, switch it up every time. And you're like, yo, man, lock in the look and. It, it's like not like Cena, right? Wore jean shorts. Yeah. He wore jean shorts until I had no, I had no choice but to say I love the jean shorts. Like, well, Cena's a rare case of that. Like, nothing he did was working for me, kind of ever. <laughs> yeah, until, until he became the like, best. <laughs> and then I was like, yeah, eye. but this guy's the best. He's not doing this for me. He's literally doing this for children. And guess what? He's inspiring the fuck out of them. And I have to respect this guy for, for he's just doing his thing and it's not working for me. But like the, the existence of Cena is far bigger than my opinion of Cena. So I just got to yeah. learn to love it. You know, that was so, it. totally. But I'm saying so like Reigns, it's like when he wore the vest, that didn't work because it's just it's too much cover up. You know what I mean? I mean but like, so man, incredibly if he starts rocking. The, like, what is the thing where you'll just be like, wow, it's not what he's doing now. He's got to well, lose look, the army. I think, I honestly, I think. Is it the fucking? It's, it's, just, gonna, it's two things. He has two options. He's got the fucking straight up Fatus, right? Like the Simone Capris, right? Right. If he right. rocks those, you'd be like, I, I mean, 
I can't argue with that. Like that is locked right. in. That's right. right. That or right. just the Rock, just undies, boots. You're like that's I mean, it. Look, the, the the not boots. He, he wouldn't look good in boots. But the answer for Roman Reigns has always been. You want a guy that size to wear kick pads? What? You want a guy that size to rock like kick pads? Uh, no, 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 no. Boots is fine. I just mean I don't. He doesn't need the rock boots, like the, the calf showers. No, not the calf rain. showers. I just mean like Orton boots. I want him. I want him in in oh, whatever. The Orton boots are snake prints. Do you notice that? It was like a almost like a mid top boot, not a yeah. very pronounced boot. Right. Um, Roman Reigns. The answer has always been the best Roman Reigns is this guy just comes out like Mike Tyson in his prime with le- very little accoutrement, just black right. bikini. Let's go. Let's go right. to work. That's what we want out of this guy. But here's the thing. You're coming at me with a lot of Roman's almost here and he's almost this and yeah. it's kind of not working because of that. I'm out on this opinion, bro. Here's the thing. I don't forget the years I suffered through absolute terrible Roman Reigns iterations right. of the guy, the big dog, here. and the taker. I think he's still the big dog, by the way. I know, but I'm saying when that was the gimmick and him trying to be funny and yeah. the, the writing the stones or the grapefruits or whatever the fuck he called Vince McMahon's nuts. And I remember just four or five headlining manias yeah. where he just yeah. sucked and I hated everything he was doing and he was trying to be and funny. And it literally cost be- us thousands of dollars to go watch him main event. Right. I, I <laughs> yeah. have been so out on everything this guy's been doing for right. so long that where he's at right now... I've got zero complaints. I've got zero tweaks. I've got no notes. You just keep doing what you're doing, man, because I'll take it. Okay? Yeah, that sounds I like you're settling, bro. Not settling, because this is pretty awesome. No, it is, Where it is that great. Is pretty awesome. Okay? I'm, only, I'm actually talking. I'm not talking about any tweaks to Roman except the gear. That's okay. it. But I'm saying, the look, what we're talking about here is he used to wear a vest like an idiot. <laughs> And now yeah. he doesn't wear that. I'm good. Hey, whatever you got going on, there's no vest. I love it. I right. love it. I absolutely love it. Right. Because we're not talking about he did a year with an outfit I didn't like. This guy's entire wrestling career persona gimmick and highlight reel of headlining WrestleMania after WrestleMania is wearing a faux bulletproof vest, which A, makes no sense. B, shouldn't be kayfabe legal because it protects you from impact. And C, looks like shit. So... That being gone, I'm a happy man. He can wear capris. He can wear Jordans. He can, I don't care. Okay, I love it. I, I'm going to do a slight pivot on this topic and just say to you that I'm curious where you stand on, 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 on gear in general. I notice a, a, a growing amount of people in the Facebook group and stuff, which, by the way, I just wanted to point out a small thing. I'll, I'll mention this on the actual main episode this week, um, but is that uh, – I've officially deemed the Facebook group the cow community. It's officially called the okay. cow community. So it's like join the cow community. Um, and so, uh, yeah. So if I call it in the future the cow community, it might be the cow community. I might, I might have been like, it could be the wrestling Facebook group. I'll probably say that just because it's fun. But just to say what the cow community means, okay? Okay. So, but... I notice an increasing amount of people who are like, I don't get your obsession with with gear and undies. Like, I think there's some people they watch wrestling and they're like, they don't care at all what they're wearing in ring. And I just like cannot relate to that at all because I'm like, why, then then you are probably just a sports guy or something because like, how could you not 
get caught up in the visuals on this soap opera. This like right. the pageantry. Right. It's like I think I think. 80% of it is pageantry. And yeah, as wrestling gets better and better in terms of work rate, that probably goes lower. 70, 60, but it's never going below 60 for me. Like, never. It's never going 50-50 even. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Well, uh, this is what separates... And, and by the way, in that 60, I'm also, that I also put, I'm, when I talk about pageantry, I'm talking about like promo, acting, like all that. I'm talking about the full package of anything. The, the E in WWE. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The this is why you have a podcast and people listen to it and other people don't have a podcast because everyone likes to evaluate the stuff about wrestling that they care about. We evaluate every single inch of this thing. Okay, we're talking about ring attire. We're talking about entrance attire. We're talking about entrance pyro. We're talking about theme music. We're talking about Jimmy Johnston being the man. We're talking about history of adam pierce like we love this thing so much that we have no choice because you and me are thorough guys okay we dip in man we dive deep see this doctor he's thorough right but like i'm not in here to be like oh that was a good match man i'm looking at every move every spot every nuance how did he look in between moves how does he carry himself what's his swagger what's his promo what's his catchphrase i want i'm taking this whole thing apart I'm a student right. of the game. That's why I'm so good at what I do as the champion because I'm studying every okay. inch of this, as are you. You're a very good champion. You're the third best champion of all time in yeah. cow history. So that's what's so interesting to us is all of it. I want all of it. Some people all only care about this factor or that factor. Like, Some people, you know, like, care people about the say matches. shit that's so fucking – like when it comes to Goldberg, fine. You could say he's old and he's in the way. Like there's a valid argument there. But you cannot start saying like, oh, Goldberg, you, he cracked open his head again. You're like, yeah, because he's the fucking man. Because he gets like, yo, more than the match, him fucking uh, 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 doing this, just walking to the ring with security, it's – I don't give a fuck what happens in a Goldberg match. I just want to see him coming out there, knock on the fucking door. See Goldberg, are you there? And I don't know why. Cody seems to be the only wrestler picking up on any of this shit. You know what I mean? He seems to be the only. Cody gets it, man. He's the only guy who gets it, right? Who understands? But that's the thing. There's so. There's some guys. A lot of the AW guys. There's so uh, much. You don't going like Moxley, on. but I think he, Moxley nails a lot of shit. No, look, Moxley. Look, Moxley's definitely the most improved player. I mean, he's he's he, he's doing fine. I'm just he's not one of my guys. <laughs> if I Moxley would be one of my guys if if I didn't talk so much shit about him to this point. I about Dean Ambrose. I fucking he's still, hated he's, Dean Ambrose. He's can I say G- John Moxley's one of my guys, but not Dean Ambrose? You can say that, but John Moxley with no Ambrose, is still not one of my guys. He's right. still jeans Moxley. He's still yeah. wearing jeans to the ring, baby. Like, it ain't working all the way for me. To me, he's always just going to be like, he just took a bunch of attitude error shit, put it in a blender, and was like, all right, that's my thing. It's, it's not enough for know, me. Man. I feel it's like not enough for me. I find him to be very authentically himself. Like, he is R- authentically Renee himself. talks about him, and it's like, he is like kind of like Look, a fucking weird dude. Like, you know? He is authentically like himself. Like a loner, but, yeah. But his self is boring to me. It's not something okay. that I That's haven't fair. seen before. Cody, on the other hand, is giving me everything. He's thinking of every single angle just like I am. He's doing the entrance. He's doing the music, the song lyrics. To the, to, he's, he's cultivated his own unique style of non-wrestling 
on-screen appearance gear of three-piece suits and peacoat trench coats. The guy is to the T. He understands it all. Did you see this, by the way? The Go Home, the Go Big Show on TNT. No. Uh, it, I didn't see it either. With Cody, but you know what it is—that Cody show. That he, it's like Snoop, Rosario Dawson. Yeah, Bert it's like Crash America. Show. It's called America's Don't Got Talent. It's, it's the it's biggest, the, the it's the biggest title. TNT debut of a show they've ever had. Wow. Or like in like 15, 20 years, like since WCW I love it. stuff. Like it was big. Like TNT, AEW is made TNT a channel. Like that, Dude, they have I, the NBA. TNT is like one of the only channels, considering like Comedy Central seems like it's dying. Like all these network ch- uh, cable channels are like dying. And TNT is the only one that is changing with the times. Like they might they have some life. Changing with the times, that means getting AEW. It's like, look, TNT's just ready to adapt, man. No, because the they're world... giving AEW another live show. Great. They're they're That's they're blending, great. they're making like a universe, like a, the TNT universe. Like they have a TNT title, and then they got Shaq in there. They got Snoop Dogg was on AEW this week and did a it. and did a fucking uh, uh a splash. He did the Snoop splash. He went to the top rope. You're like, love it's it. kind of like people get mad about Oh, like when celebrities come into WWE, but you're like, oh, is this the TNT universe? It's kind of cool, I think. It's a winning recipe. Right. You can't argue with it. It needs to happen, and Cody knows it needs to happen. The guy might be the greatest EVP in all of wrestling history. So anyway, so I guess what I'm saying is like, like I'm, I'm I'm starting to like just be like, I have this vision in my head. Of Shawn Michaels entering with mini mirrors all over him, you know? Mm-hmm. And then I see, like, then I, I was bringing this up on the bonus episode this week. Then you see Johnny Gargano and Triple H, who's a great television producer, a great wrestling producer, a great talent, Triple H. Like, whatever. Yep. Like, all things aside. As a matter of fact, I'll even say that, like, a lot of people who criticize Triple H also will be like, but he's also, like, awesome, you know? Yeah, sure. Uh, sure. But so the thing about Triple H is that I'll say is that, like, um, he gives Gargano on on NXT this week a full procession of cars, like f- like ten white SUVs with green blinking lights. Like it's awesome. It's like, hey, we're coming to thing that. And then he's just wearing like a white blazer and skinny jeans. And you're like, fucking Christ, man! If I was a, can you ma- what would you wear? They're like, yo, Shebs, you're coming in, and you're gonna you're. You, 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 you're coming no, in, you're you. entering in these vans, in, 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 in SUVs. What are you rocking? I, I got you, bro. What? Nothing. And a fur coat. <laughs> and a floor-length fur coat. Totally <laughs> nude. They're going to have to censor my dick out. They're going to yeah. pixelate my dick. And I'm floor-length mink beige. <laughs> but whatever. So, listen, you're saying it's the fucking Go Big show. Like, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, for me, up. it's more of like the, the Go Medium. But, yeah. Um. Another wrestler, yeah, but no, no, I got it. I, I was distracted by uh, my own by, by the, just the thought of my penis. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I was just thinking of the visual. Um, now, <laughs> I actually now I'm distracted by a picture of you that I know I have somewhere. <laughs> well, it stops right there. Hey, it picks up right. Oh man! <laughs> okay. We lived together for I'm very sorry. long. Time. <laughs> oh, you just knocked the COVID out of me again. Cheers up. That's all I ever wanted to do, man. I just come to knock uh, no, that COVID I don't want right to talk out. about that. I don't want to talk about that. Anyway, so um uh yeah, so 
<laughs> I guess I guess that's what I'm saying is that like a lot of these wrestlers, it's a lot of like I'm just like, can we can we have can we do one of two things? Can wrestlers start being ridiculous again? Can these guys stop being like I don't I, I'm not saying be, you got to be professional. Can we just start being like ridiculous? A couple of guys I love what they're up to. Obviously, biased, but like Ziggler and Bobby Roode. Couple, just like two guys who are like rocking pink, calling themselves the Dirty Dogs. Yeah, like the Dirty beautiful. Dogs, beautiful, incredible. It's beautiful. Like I will say this: Jericho always remained ridiculous. He's always <laughs> yeah, been ridiculous. Exactly. Uh, Every like, second you see this guy, it's it's absurd and it's amazing. Yeah. Can we just start having fun with wrestling? Like can we start having more fun now. A lot of it is fun, but it's like it's kind of like you know, what rubs me the wrong way now. Like, I don't know. I, I just kind of turned on him a little bit, even though he is definitely one of my guys. Amazing wrestler. Great on the mic. It's it, it's Kevin Owens. I've kind of turned on him a little bit. Like, he comes on the screen, and I'm a little bit like, I'm just a little bit like, I don't know what the feeling is, but I'm like, can you go a little for Like, I don't I don't I think. I think what you're, is it? Well, you tell first me. Of all, I will say, not too long ago, like maybe a month or two ago. Right. Uh, maybe six weeks. You were like, you got to see Kevin Owens on NXT. It was incredible. I know. Like when he did Dude, commentary. he was amazing there. He is right. amazing. There's just something right. about him where I'm like, can you go even more nuts? Because I think he yeah. suffers from a little, sometimes it's a thin right. rope to walk. Because when he did it in NXT, it really works. But when he does it in, on WWE, sometimes it doesn't. He has a little problem with ironic detachment sometimes. Where he's yes. like. Kind of uh, making fun it's of not what's a going little. On. It's big. It's he goes for like j- jokes that sell out the other performer. Right, and so right. that's not always great. I hate that. But but sometimes it's very great. And right. so what I'm going to recommend is a little bit different. I think because he does the ironic detachment, it's tough to then get into serious mode. Like there's like no, now I'm going to mess you up more mode. Right. Right. And I think he used that- to remember he used to like have almost a Orton ish. I also think his stunner is so bad, it's distracting. Right. I but think also, the stunners he used to go into that zone. Remember? But here's the thing. Right. It's because he yeah. is just one of those guys that no matter what happens, he's, he's just going to make more sense as a heel. Yeah, he's he just makes more face. sense as a heel. What? He's not, I, I know what you're saying. He's just saying he's not a baby face. It's just, right. So, right. When, so when he's like being funny and you can still laugh because he's like a gray and then he wants to flip to being an asshole, but he needs to really be a heel to make you then feel like he's really being a threat and an asshole. And if that flip is still like on the right side of the law or being like a good guy who's just like, and I'm tough too. It doesn't, you can't do both. It's very hard to be ironically detached and then try to be tough. If you're still in a good guy zone, if you, you could do it as a bad guy, you got a little bit more juice in the tank. But I understand fuel. Vince wanting to try Kevin as a heel. Cause he kind of looks like the I mean, every man and as that a face, you mean, Oh, as a baby face, yeah. yeah like yeah. as as a face, you, you you can imagine Vince being like, yo, he's like kinda like Stone Coldy. Like we give him the stunner and like right. he's an everyman, he's a father, <laughs> and like he's doing that. But then there's just part of me that's just like, yo, these other guys would mess you up, bro. You are like you know what I mean? you need to be hitting people with weapons, and then when you do that, it gets a little heel. You know, and then you want to see him go to that place where he's like, you'll never be me. You look like, you know, right, right. Well, look, I'll tell you what, but like most guys guys, are nailing it. Damien Priest, his gears always fire. The guy looks like a pro wrestler. You know, I mean, can we can we just all just give me some credit here? That, like, the minute I saw this guy, I'm like, Damien Priest, one of my guys, get on board. With Correct. I'm willing to give you that. I'm, I'm, I'm full. Uh, 
as much as I dislike agreeing with you, I totally agree. I feel like I you said that he's you were feeling him, and then I started eyeing him up closer because you said that. I'll give you right. That. And then you look at him and you go like, yo. Just this like guy's I did with a- you, I feel like with Edge, I did that for you. Yeah, you did, did that for that- me with Edge because we both grew up and Edge was just like a skinny little freak show. I'm like, what? Who is You think you know me? And I started being we like, didn't. yo, I think Edge is not just really, like, not just working. <laughs> like, I think Edge is like killing it. Like, he's. Right. Ed- and, then I, and, then, and I was like. Edge? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, you're like guy, yeah. He, the camera used to pan to find him, and he'd be wearing bug eye glasses. Like, yeah, that so, guy. So bad. I didn't Although even you like do, Edge you... when they were Edge and Christian. Like, the matches were entertaining, but I never was right. like, you know? No, like, as the brood, it was weird. I mean, they were always weird. But, no, Edge, Edge became incredible. He really found a second wind when he became the radar superstar. I mean, he's awesome. We all love Edge. But let's talk. We all yeah, love Edge, don't we, folks? We love Edge. We all love him. But let's talk about Damien Priest real, real quick. Or in my, in my mind's eye. Lance Archer. Will, no, Punishment <laughs> Martinez. I got to get this guy back to Punishment Martinez. It's yeah. such an awesome name. <laughs> well, it's hilarious because he comes out. To, they, he enters, and he comes out, and he's like, looking awesome. He's like, to me, he's like, he, I put him in that Orton. Like, he's like a hot dude zone. Like, but he's it's a like a guy dude. who I know women are not feeling. But, right. God, but we are like, that's what attractive men look like. We're like, women man, are if like, I could look like, if I could, if I could look like that guy, it'd be easy street, man. Women would be going nuts for me. <laughs> that's what but we that's think, just not right? true. Like, that's what, yeah, yeah. It's not true at all. It's like, there's a couple of guys like that. It's like, Batista is like, I'm like, yo, I'll kill the look of Batista. Like Batista. Dude, yeah. Batista, I don't for a minute think any woman is trying to have sex with Batista. No. No, but well, I, I I'm think, trying to have sex with Batista. Oh, saying. Orton, McIntyre. I'm like, these are guys. Like, yeah, of yeah, course, yeah. women are like, got to be going crazy. And it's like, no, no, I'm afraid of those men. So like, this is like David Priest, right? So he comes, his music hits. His music's pretty good. Anyway, so he comes out and he shoots a bow and arrow like into the screen. It says David yeah. Priest. And you're like, all right, that's fucking weird. And then yeah, like, like all right, bro, a, fine, I guess. Yeah, and he's wearing a fucking like basically a puka shell necklace, but it has arrows on it. And you're like, yeah, sure. All right. Everything else looks cool. But all right. That and then like he's he shoots a bow and arrow and then they go from New York City. He's billed mm-hmm. from New York City, but he's an archer. I'm. Doesn't, he cuts his promos up. on a rooftop. He drives a fucking BMW sports car. Like, None of it adds up. <laughs> That's the thing. I said, you got to give me yeah. 10 minutes with this guy with the book. Because I would go, all right, right off the bat, right back to Punishment Martinez. We're <laughs> yeah. getting rid of the archer. Such a better name. We're going so right anyway, back. To, and we're wait. making you like a New York guy. Wait, Chips, because this is set up well, this, your conversation here. It is. I've been cruising the. I've uh, been cruising the dirt sheets. Uh, yeah. yeah. I. Uh, you know, dirt. pandemic. I've gotten a lot more dirt sheety. Obviously, like we well, all, you got more time on your hands. Yeah. Um. So I'm cruising the sheets. Damian Priest apparently lost his match to Karen Cross and will is being called up. Um, Love it. Love it. To wrestle. Fuck. I took a picture of it. I think I sent it to you. He was actually like was already supposed to be there. And then they changed uh, 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 the booking. Hold on, I have a picture of this. Here, here it is. I don't think you sent One it. after being he removed from he was removed from the Kevin Owens Roman Reigns storyline. Damian Priest is now being called up to Monday Night Raw. So they were gonna inject him into the oh Kevin Owens Roman Reigns. That's, That's what the sheet's saying. Nuts. Yeah, that is a well, way dude, too. Big. Come on, Vince is gonna see, Vince sees this guy and is like, yo, I can work with that. 
It's like, oh yeah, baby, yeah, give me some of that. Yeah, I'll take, but, I'll take ten more of that guy. So he's gonna come up. Let's just, let's just think about this, okay? Damian Priest, he's coming up, and Vince is finally giving because Vince is not watching NXT, just like, no. <laughs> just like everyone else. All right, and then he's like, Vince is gonna be like, all right, what's all right, cool. This guy looks great. Triple, he's gonna be like, Hunter, what's his deal? Who is this guy? And he's like, all right. Here's what he is. I'm really, I'm really excited about this guy. Really been, yeah, Vince. Uh, <laughs> yeah. We've been working on this guy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And here's what he is. All right, great. All right. So what is? Okay, what's his name? What's his name? This guy. He's got to be. Oh, I don't know. Something. Maybe like the Punisher or something. Punish me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Punish. What do you call him? All right, Vince. Who's uh, <laughs> the guy? Uh, yeah. We're calling him. Damien Priest. All right. Uh, well, okay. uh, all right, Damien Priest. Kind of, I guess he's like, I don't know, biblic biblical? Is he re like he's a religious guy? No, or? he likes to shoot arrows at uh, <laughs> the Titan Tron. Wait, what? Oh, okay, he shoots? He shoots arrows at the Titan Tron. Where is he from, this guy? New York City. <laughs> okay. So city, it's a city. It's a city you idolize. <laughs> if you didn't marry my fucking daughter, <laughs> I mean, really, none of this makes any fucking sense. You've heard the last guy you sent me is a big black guy who has all his names <laughs> named after anime. I don't even know what anime he's is. Got an, he's, an, he's got an Asian. <laughs> he's got an Asian name. It's a black guy with an Asian name. <laughs> what is he, Tiger Woods? What the <laughs> fuck is going on here? Oh man! So what do you think Vince does when he actually he when he gets him? Do you think man. he calls him Priest or Damien? I mean, that's the first nah, question. I think they're gonna call him Damien, which is a mistake. He, they should go with Priest. Um. Priest I'm, is kind of cool, but doesn't fit what he is either. I really, 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 really hope yes. that they just start calling him Punishment Martinez again. Punishment Martinez is such a good name. It's one of the best names in all of wrestling. And yeah. my other hope is that they cut the bullshit and give him yeah. his indie finisher back, which he uses as a signature, the South of Heaven chokeslam, which is a sit-out chokeslam. That is a fire move that no one does that looks incredible a for a big guy. Into a sit down? It's kind no, of like a double handed choke. It's a one handed. It's a one handed choke slam. But then when he choke slams you, he also he jumps. He jumps. So he lands on his back or his ass. He lands on his butt or his back. And you land on your face? You land on your back. He picks you up for a choke slam. <laughs> I like can't even picture that. He picks you up like a choke slam for Kane. Yeah, but when he slams you down, he takes a little jump. He just jumps in the air, so he lands on his butt sitting, right. and you get choke slam. Okay. He does it. He does the move. He yeah. just doesn't use it as a finisher. Okay, so uh, I think, think Phil Pesapane is a big South of Heaven choke slam fan, if I recall. I, I, it sounds cool. I like that. What? So, dude, uh, he does the move. Are you not watching? See, that's this is why this. I'm watching so close. Wait, I've I, I've I've. I definitely have seen it. So he chokes you, you and then he falls back and you fall forward. Yeah, he takes a little jump. So he's you both falling like you both fall on your back, right? Yeah, but or sometimes he's kind of like just sitting on his butt instead of right. having the full back. Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah. So he gave Carrying Cross a razor's edge. Uh, 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 on yeah. Oh no, he also gives the razor's edge. Yeah. Look, man, 
I saw this guy in one match do that yeah. choke slam, the razor's edge, a couple big boots. I was like, this guy has a moveset that is a, a top five moveset in active duty right now. This guy's moves are off the right. charts. He right. looks great in ring. He moves well. He carries himself well. Th- he's seven feet tall. I'm like, this guy so has the, got something. Which is not something you, that can be taught. You cannot teach that. Um, so, uh, uh, so when Damian Priest comes up, Vince, I am predicting that Vince fixes this guy. I think Vince, he's already wanted to inject him into the main event, which means he understands I mean, that's, that's this guy's so crazy. But the thing about Damian Priest is they got to figure out, he doesn't have to cut a great promo. He has a great he, voice. He doesn't, he doesn't he just, cut a terrible to, promo. They just have to write for him correctly. Like, he's got to do, he's got to just like, Say you know, just use that beautiful bass voice and just be surrounded by babes. That's all yep. he needs. Every that when he won the North American title and he was in the hot tub with babes, you know, like yeah, Triple it was, H. It was great. It was fucking awesome. Just have this guy take a do a less extreme version of just like eighties rocker. But he doesn't have to be eighties at all. I just mean like surrounded by babes. Busty yep. babes, like, yep. and and that's all. Like, Preferably in in a hot tub, and not, not the women wrestlers. Right. I don't need him to be with the, like their wrestlers. I'm talking about some, you know, like, like you know, some local talent. You know what I look, mean? Look, this is look when Godfather used to go town to town and yeah. do the most attitude era degrading shit ever, where they just yeah. hire a bunch of like None aspiring of models. You know what I mean? What? Yeah, I'm saying nothing he needs to do needs to be degrading, you know? Right, but I'm saying he would they would hire some, like, print models in town, people looking just for some TV money, and he would call them hookers. He'd be like, look, I'm here with all my prostitutes. It was the hoe train. It was the hoe train. Yeah. Uh, we don't need to do that, but we could still we could call those same phone numbers. You know, we could still get that type of person. <laughs> right. You know, you go to Pittsburgh. Okay, what are the... All the girls in Pittsburgh who are trying to break into modeling or on, you know, whatever, small acting gigs, commercial auditions. Like, get them and just put on a cocktail dress and hang out with Damien Priest. Yeah, just head to the pit pit or whatever it's called, whatever the local strip club is. But I'm just saying, he, uh, uh, this guy, let him be a fucking cool New York City guy. And that's it. That's it. It's done. That's what he is, really. He drives a Dodge Charger, but he shoots bow and arrows. It's like the fucking stupidest thing that they're doing in NXT. Anyway. We're a little all over the place. Here. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Place. Um, I mean him, not you. I just mean like, you know, him. Well, I think Triple H, it's, it, you can't blame him. You have this, like, when you're the creator of something, and he's like, yo, this guy, he shoots an arrow at the screen. Like, the visual of that is very cool, you know? Yeah, it looks and, look, like, it's, it's cool. Just, it's, it's just he, we don't need it's it. It's time to kill your darlings, though, you know? Right. Uh, right. But anyway, so I think that's what's going on. But I so bet, I want to say this. Oh, I bet he oh. likes, I bet he likes, like, that he did a whole character shift for WWE. He's like, yo, this is my thing. Like, he put yeah. together a nice little character here. I just prefer... Everything to be the same except he's Punishment Martinez and he does the South of Heaven as his finisher. Right. All right. Anyway, let's get out of here because I got to pee. But I wanted to say Keith Lee <laughs> main evented with Drew McIntyre on Raw this week. Uh, I talked about it on the, on the episode, but I just yeah. uh, I didn't talk about it with you. But he Keith Lee, I just think, is just uh, he also had a couple moments where he was like looking like he was really selling like, yo, this is a big night for me. I got a title shot. And then he did a Spanish fly. To Drew McIntyre, and I was that's like, cr- "Yo, Keith Lee is fucking good. I, I, Keith Lee is fucking good. Look, K- 
Keith Lee is a really good in-ring wrestler. He can do some really acrobatic shit yeah. for a huge guy. As you know, yeah. being able to do really acrobatic shit does not a great wrestler make ricochet. Okay? Some guys can do there you have it. I rest <laughs> yeah. my case. Some that is just but one element right. to make a truly great wrestler. Now, I'm all for throwing Keith Lee in cool matches, put him in a money in the bank. Let's I'm not saying fire the guy. I'm just saying as a pro wrestler, as a well-rounded talent, yeah. he is literally bottom of the barrel on every single conceivable thing that I want from wrestlers, except for the actual in-ring stuff, which is very, very important. But that is not enough. But see, he the thing is, this. promos. He I, sounds like is Uncle Phil. I'm going. He cannot off. dress. All right, he cannot talk. We've been through all this. I'm just pointing this out. Is that as a viewer of pro wrestling, yeah. Keith Lee, similar to like a Darby Allen, which is another guy you beef with his deal, right? Hold on. Don't right. even put them in the same category. Darby, right. I say this is a great wrestler, and right. he's got a thing that I get that people like. It's a little convoluted for me, and he's right. not one of my guys, but I totally get why he's awesome. He's, he's one of my guys. For me. Keith Lee, I think that if you say you like him, it's because you're an idiot, or you're just one of those guys who only cares about the in-ring in stuff. Okay. And in well, which case, I'm just, all I'm saying is this, and I'm not, I'm not getting into the specifics. I'm just saying this. From a purely gut standpoint, okay? Uh, yeah. Keith Lee and like Darby, these are guys who are like when I'm watching, my jaw drops a lot at moments they have, and that's fucking cool. So good for them, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's it. That's awesome. All right, anyway, that's, Shad, all, that's important. It's important. Anyway, so when I, all right, let's get out of here. Are you cool with getting out of here? Is, I know yeah, bro. Involved, I got a, I got a, I got a four o'clock appointment at the beach. I gotta watch the Waikiki sunset. You're literally heading oh. to the beach right now, right? That's not even a yeah, joke. I'm wearing my, I'm wearing my Dwayne the Rock Johnson original era sleeveless cut off that's beach gear baby maybe right. i'll get a pedicure take a little spa day and then just wash it out with some salt water all right so uh that's so you don't get covid right just wash <laughs> yeah. the covid i got it so <clears throat> two things is first off um what when can like what, uh, the people you're you're saying now i just want to be clear for me mm -hmm. is that like you're going to be doing these episodes as the champ outsider's edge yeah it's called the as Outsider's needed. Edge. As needed. We as will needed. have new episodes of The Outsider's Edge as needed. When something happens in the world of wrestling that you guys really probably should hear what I have to say about it. Okay. Right? Because things happen. Maybe it's every week. We don't know. But you know stuff is happening, and you're going to want to hear what the champ has to say. Because okay. let's be honest, I'm a content king. I drive the ratings up. I move the needle. I am the needle mover. And I'm helping the pod. So as my gift to you, Dan, my best yeah. friend for life, I'm, I'm ready to start becoming a real permanent fixture around here, a semi-permanent fixture. It's the outsider's edge coming to you whenever you need it. All right, and I just want to say that uh, two points. Is that to people who are, if the, you know, people are messaging me, posting in the community Facebook group. People are post saying, you know, you know, Shev's your controversial figure, you know? And I want to say two points, which is one point, which is, just want to be clear. One, I respect that title. That title's always been that the champ's allowed on the show uh, and is privileged to be on the show at will. It's just one of the perks of that title. 
um, because the cow title really means something, and it's been a, an honor and privilege for me to hold it and um, uh, and and win it. Um, uh, I was gonna say defend it, but it's not been one of my strong points. I'll be honest. I don't know if you ever have. <laughs> yeah, and then I also would uh, I also would like to say that. So that's why I have you on the show. Okay, and I also want to say that. The content is undeniable. Whether you like it or not, when we go pro, when we go Brett and Sean, you know, the shit is, this, this content I stand by. I think it's really great. And as painful it is for me to sit here and I'm able to be a pro about it, the fucking, you can't deny the content when, she, when me and Shebs go, uh, go to toe-to-toe here. Brett and Sean is the right metaphor. We are like Brett and Sean in here. For you, you're you're feeling the animosity. For me, for me, I think we're more like Hunter and Sean. I think we're DX, man. I think we're just vibing hard. But I know that you feel like it's more of a Brett and Sean thing, and I love it. Two guys who have their differences who just make magic in that ring. Okay. Uh, anyway, um, so anyway, thanks for coming. Shebs, anything you want to uh, plug out here while you're here? Yeah, I mean, look, I'd 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 like to plug that yap of yours. No, I'm kidding, man. We're homies. Um, I was just gonna say. The one thing I want to just address is you said, you know, that the way I got this title is uh, is maybe nefarious. Like, it's not the, the coolest way to take a, a belt or something. Like that. Yeah. I ask you, and I ask all fans of pro wrestling everywhere, when you think of some of the greatest title changes of all time, one of those is undeniably has to be the heist of the century. It's Seth Rollins cashing in the money in the bank in the middle of the Roman Brock match. Okay. Sometimes the best thing for wrestling, the greatest content you could come up with is a sort of Healy heist. All I did was give you guys what I knew you needed. I've made great content. I'm going to continue to make great content. And maybe it wasn't some storybook, you know, baby face on baby face, Hogan against warrior type, you know, meeting. But I think what we did is just as epic, man. Okay. It was the Waikiki Sneaky. It'll Do we go have down to in history. relitigate this every time. Can we? Can we? You know. I'm just saying just it was a great my, moment for content for the. Pod. I'm saying you guys could say if you oh it was underhanded oh it was dastardly whatever antiquated you know adjectives you guys use. I think it was a great moment for the pod. I think it was a great moment for the title. I think it's one of the all time great title changes in the history of professional wrestling. Okay. I'm glad you think that. Uh, anyway, er- everybody, uh, thank you for listening to the podcast. These episodes, I'm going to reach out to you, Shebs, off air to see, like, kind of if we can make some kind of. It sounds like you don't want to make some kind of schedule for this. You want to just do it as needed. So I mean, it's not a champion emer- prerogative. Right? I guess these would be listed as emergency outsider's edge ep- episodes. And uh, all right, our episodes will come back. Just a couple things that I'd like to plug uh, while we're here, which is nice is make sure to follow our YouTube channel, uh, the mm. Comedians of Wrestling Podcast YouTube channel. We are really pushing to give you a nice edited show on there. And um, uh, uh, we have uh, Jabroniak, Phil Pesapani, who's really helping us out, making these uh, 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 all our content more video and podcast-based. It'll always be a podcast, but make sure you get both for part of the Cow uh, 20 Million D experience or whatever we're at. Uh, the, uh, probably the 9D experience is technically what we're at, so do that. Make sure um, follow our socials at COW Podcast. Follow me on Twitter at Dan Black Attack. These are things you could do for free that help the show. Is Subscribe, 
uh, and follow uh, 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 our content there. And then, obviously, if you want bonus episodes, which you should want, because I feel like our content's fire there. Go to patreon.com slash comedians wrestling. You get access to all uh, every Friday morning. We do AEW NXT centric episodes. Uh, me and Nick Tulo do that. And then also um, you get access to our archives of cow movie club episodes. So you can listen to tons of our movie club episodes. And then also you, we do our monthly watching of pay-per-view via zoom together uh, uh, socially, uh, uh, distanced and saved on the Cow Zoom Thunderdome, where we hang out and watch together. This January thirty first, we're watching the Royal Rumble together. Um, and Shebs, as the champion, you are obviously invited to the Cow Zoom Thunderdome. Uh, yeah, that's. I appreciate the invite. I mean, I don't need an invite because I am the champion. But um, I will try to make it. It really depends. Like, if I got a luau to go to, I know we're we're doing some pig roasts at the end of the month, so. We'll see how okay. it goes. I'm going to try to make it happen. Um, guys, follow me on socials yeah. also. At Shabiro, S-H-E-B-I-R-O, Sierra Hotel, Echo, Bravo, India, Romeo, Oscar. Give me a follow. Not because it's Sierra the right Hotel, thing to do. Sierra Hotel, Echo, Bravo, India, Romeo, Oscar, Shabiro. But just because you're going to want that hot content, baby. I'm, again, I'm, I'm doing everything I'm doing for the pod, for the listeners, for the Jabroniacs, for Dan. Just trying to help the show. So give me a follow and let's take it from there. Baby. Okay, everybody. And uh, hey, thanks for listening to the podcast and uh, keep watching wrestling. Kisses.